Good Talk, the home where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the mm. other guy, Robert, here once again. Tiny table, big mm. room, mm. all that cool mm. stuff. Man, my coffee is good this morning. Good conversation. Mm. I got a different coffee this week. Boo. I normally order... No, it's a good. It's oh, okay. Good. Yay. Yeah. I normally order James coffee, but I got nervous because I do a subscription, yep. and it wasn't coming in time that I thought it would be here. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to have coffee. So I ordered Mule Town from Tennessee. Mule Town. And I like it. I found out I'm way too lazy to, like, get customized coffee. It's not really customized. It's just, yeah, but do you have to, like, grind it and everything? Well, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I'm way too lazy. But it's not I that. Just get, I, I just do, get the pre-ground stuff, just, throw it in the coffee maker, bada boom, bada bing. I just, bing. like, the night before, I put it in my grinder, and I say, I want X amount of cups. And it goes, and then... I just dump it in it's there. It's like an auto grinder. Yeah, it's not a grinder. I don't like manually grind it. Well, no, but I mean, like, you can set, like, how many cups you want and just push a button and it does it. Yeah. Like, like how many my cu- coffee grinder, I have to hide, like, hold the top. Right. That was my old one. Yeah. Ah, I hated you went that one. fancy. See, you hated it. I, I mean, hate mine. It was only, it was like, okay, so I had the, uh, the manual one like yeah. that, and, like, it was probably like 20 bucks at Target. And then mm-hmm. this one's 40. So it was like, eh, yeah. I grind so much coffee, it was right. worth it to me. Worth so. it. Definitely. I don't know. Do you drink coffee, guys? I love me some coffee. I love coffee. I multiple cups a day. I, I love iced coffee. I love hot coffee. I love lukewarm coffee. I just love coffee. I don't know that I like lukewarm <laughs> coffee. Okay, here's a weird thing. Like, I will drink, like, if I, if, if I make a cup of coffee in the morning and then I get busy and it kind of cools down, I will drink it cooled down instead of putting it in the microwave. For some reason, microwaved coffee, it, it changes the taste of it, it to me. Uh, no, I agree. If I microwave my coffee, mm-hmm. I think I feel like I need to add a little cream because I can drink it black. I love it black. I love black coffee, but for too, whatever yeah. reason, I, same thing. Something happens with the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Where it almost brings out like a <laughs> like a weird bittery note yes, that's not that's exactly right not great yeah. I don't love that yeah I, I feel like but so that makes me wonder what else is the microwave changing that I'm cooking <laughs> like what are you doing to this stuff what have you done to this food I, mean, I can't taste it and everything else but I can definitely taste it in coffee and so yeah. maybe coffee is exposing the radiation I'm intaking from microwave something about products. the acidity and the yeah. radiation yeah. coming yeah. together. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, but maybe over time I might develop superpowers. So, mm, coffee man. Coffee <laughs> Instead man. of web, it's just coffee that comes out of my. Is it beans or juice? <laughs> Both juice out of one and beans out of the other. So that way I can blind them with the juice while I'm beaming them with the beans. That's you know, so what I mean? good. beaming them with the beans. So <laughs> we're making a new comic book. Bean oh man. Oh, I don't know about that. So, Bean anyways, <laughs> it'd be like, does he eat beans? Does he make beans? What's he, does he does he go to the bathroom a lot? What's this bean character all about? I don't know. What would his suit be? His suit's just a giant like kidney bean, or a coffee <laughs> filter, like, or, co- <laughs> or the capes of coffee filter. Yes, his capes a coffee filter. That's amazing. Wow. He just carries a coffee pot in one hand and just Ooh. dings people with Ding. it. You know what I mean? Like a metal one. It's like bing. So I like it. I feel like we're on to something. We're on to something here. <laughs> if you guys want to endorse us and pay for yeah. it, you know, we can make this happen. Marvel, if you're interested. Be you know, man. I know you guys are struggling, so uh, <laughs> just come on, you know. They're letting any superhero on Disney Plus these days. We can be one, right? Yeah, right. Coffee Man. But there are those satire <laughs> comic characters. You know what I mean? Maybe this can be one of those guys. Yeah. This would be fun. So, weird places. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple weeks ago, we were like, Florida's crazy, right? Yeah, now Alabama's Apparently, crazy. Alabama's crazy. We, we made the mistake of mocking another <laughs> state, and we brought it upon ourselves uh, for our state to go crazy. No! Yeah. So, uh, people are breaking out of jail. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, that was interesting. I, I'm so looking forward to the Netflix special. I'm so looking forward. <laughs> you and the rest of society. It's like Hulu. a thing right now. It is, because yeah. it's such an interesting story. Like, I don't understand. And and I still don't. I can't follow what happened. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I just don't get it. Yeah. You know? Like 
so I guess if people aren't understanding what we're talking about right now, basically there was a an inmate who was was he set for death row or is he just life in prison? Here's the thing, uh, I've I've barely caught like the cliff notes okay. of this whole thing, so I'm kind of on the outside looking in. All I know is that like a police officer fell in love with an inmate and then they escaped. Right. So essentially, bo- and it then all boils- she died and he's alive. Yeah. So it all boils down to essentially this this I don't know if she's a police officer, but she was like a prison guard. Yeah. And there was some like sort of this, municipal. There's this dude that was in prison for basically something. like killing somebody and then also like a lot of other like big serious crimes really yeah so he was either in for life or he was set for death row but either way is like he didn't really have much of a future if you will so he and that's what the news kept saying is like this guy has nothing to lose and that's why Mm. he was so dangerous Mm. and uh but she allegedly but it seems like pretty positive or or (laughs) i don't think you have to allege anymore (laughs) yeah it seems like it's pretty pretty possibly true that she helped this guy escape and then they were missing for like a good six, like seven, a week. Yeah, almost six, seven days probably. But just as the other day, I guess the police caught up to them and they were in like a car chase. Why are you going to a car wash if you're running for like? Do you really care if your car's clean or not? If you're on the run from the like, is that like the priority in life? You know what I mean? Because that's how they got found: a security camera at a car wash. Wow! And the owner of the car wash was like, "I think I recognize this guy from because <laughs> he's a giant guy. Yeah, apparently, apparently he's, he's like, like six nine or yeah, something crazy. Yeah, he's like crazy. six nine. So it's like this big." Old dude, miss. barley yeah. guy, just like <laughs> if he's not an NBA player, then maybe right. who is this guy? But I just th- that didn't make sense to me either, unless maybe they parked at the car wash and because they didn't think there'd be security cameras there and they could put the car in the little thing. But I, I mean, just it seemed weird to me that you're going yeah. to a car wash of all places, and then that was in Indiana. So are they going up to Canada? Is that what they were doing? That that's I don't know the theory to, to me. The theory? Like there, there's no. I couldn't see the plan. <laughs> you know what it I mean? It has like, to be Canada because, like, if you're trying to run from the United States government, if you're running from the U.S. Marshals, you got two options: sure. Mexico or Canada. Yeah, and yeah. I, I wonder if, like, their thought process was, "We're in Alabama, so everyone's going to logically think we're going to Mexico. So let's go up because no one thinks we'd try that. You got to go through all these states. You know sure. what I mean? So maybe that's what they were doing. Unless they're like, we're just going to go in a big circle for a couple days, <laughs> and then we'll go somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I, but then again, they. Broke out of prison, so it's hard to tell what they were thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That, I've just I've never really understood people's thought process when they break out. Like, there's, yeah. there's no way you're gonna get out of this. There's no I way know. you're not gonna get. I know. Abducted or not abducted, <laughs> arrested. Yeah, but that brings us to so many different things we could talk about on okay. the podcast. So Number many. one, uh, and I wasn't really planning on talking this, but it just kind of comes up as you brought it up. We've got to be. This is why the Word of God tells us that we need to renew our mind. Mm. Because if you meditate something that's wrong long enough, yeah. you will eventually convince yourself that it's right, right, and that you can get away with it. You know. And I've used this example before. I don't believe anybody just walks into a bank and like, you know, what? I'm going to rob this place. I mm-hmm. feel like that's been something they've been rehearsing in their mind over and over and over right. again. And this is why the Bible talks about we need to renew our mind. We need to wash our mind with the water of the word. The mind is so fragile. The mind is so sketchy. It's so sus. I mean, obviously, because this this lady, that's what they kept saying about her is like they never expected her to do this. Mm. It would seem so out of character for her, but it's not like she woke up that day and decided to do it. You know what right. I mean? Like she it, had to have been. There had to have been a plan, whether it was a good one or not. Yeah. Like there was a lot of planning that went into doing this, you know, getting this guy out of the the jail. Like, so there was, I would assume years, at least months of conversations with this guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe this guy telling her that he can, that they can make it happen. And Mm -hmm. like you said, like 
her not renewing her mind with this, like, this is a bad idea, you know what I mean? Yeah. Telling herself, like, this is not a good idea. I mean, she's around other inmates all the time. Why haven't they convinced her to right. do it? You know, like, clearly, this guy was able to get to her in such a way to convince her that right. this was a good idea. Yeah, and it's so interesting how we can take something that everybody's in agreement on, mm-hmm. that it's clearly wrong, and she obviously believed that herself. She was a, a guard right. to, to keep inmates in jail. <laughs> right. so, to some degree, she has to so believe this that. is a conviction of <laughs> right. hers. It's just interesting that if we allow outside influences to constantly bark at us with no regulation and no filter system that those outside sources begin to influence how we think and then they begin to influence how we live Mm. but it starts with the mind so i mean she obviously let this outward influence talk her into something that she's very convicted about something that she believes in very firmly and was able to convince her otherwise Mm. and it kind of reminds me what we talked about in last podcast about like adam and eve like they knew what was right it was very plainly written before them but yet just not by protecting what they heard and entertaining something right. that wasn't from God and entertaining something that they should have never entertained to begin with led them down a path that was very unhealthy and ultimately cost them in their life. And that's the same way she was. She should have never entertained this guy. Yeah, and I think that's probably what it was, is there was something that was lacking in her life. Mm, and I, oh. I mean, I don't want to make yeah. an assumption here, but I have to believe that that's probably what the case And that's what An interesting happens. point. The devil does that. You know mm. what I mean? He finds what you might feel like you're lacking because you're not filling it up with God, and he uses that to tempt you and to test you. And so I feel like there was something lacking in her life, and it more than likely was a godly fulfillment, you know, or maybe she had something that she felt like she never was able to achieve or whatever, and mm. with this man— there was something that was tempting to her. And that's so interesting that you say that because I feel like, and I've even been so guilty of that in my own life, you know, we we desire these things and then we try to fill them in our own way. Mm-hmm. We try to fill them with earthly possessions or earthly, the way of the world. Yeah. I've done that. I've been guilty of that throughout my life from time to time. But the only way that truly brings satisfaction is to take that desire because that desire she has is legitimate. Sure. I'm sure yeah. from God. Maybe it's intimacy. Maybe it's a relationship. Right. Maybe it's just to be loved. That desire, that's all from right. God. Absolutely. But when you feel it the wrong way, I said something the other day when I was taking up the ties, anything brought into our life that's not from God brings troubles and tribulations with it. Mm. So, and I was talking about ties. So I was talking yeah, about yeah. money. Anytime you bring in money, you know, other than God bringing it to you and believing God for it. Now, he'll do that in all sorts of different ways, through a job, through raises, sure. through bonuses, the sale of a house, stocks, bonds, whatever. There's many ways for God to increase your life. But when we do it in our own strength, when we try to make these godly desires happen on our own instead of trusting in him, we end up bringing in a lot of things right. that are inappropriate. And I, I wonder if that's what she did. That's yeah. very interesting. Cody. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I feel bad for her ultimately. Absolutely. You know, like I, I feel like it, it, it ended in such a way that I feel like she probably didn't. I knew she, I'm sure she knew it was a possibility, but she probably didn't anticipate it to happen. I mean, she ultimately lost her life. Because she did. Of this. She lost her life because of this decision. I think it was a, was she fatally shot by the marshals? Is that what happened or? She shot herself. Apparently. Oh, she shot herself. But the theory is, uh, I mean, they, I think there's two theories out there. One, she knew she was going to get caught. So she shot herself Two, the airbags went off, which caused her to shoot herself. Mm. So it, it's really sad that because of this one decision, she lost everything. Mm. That guy had nothing to lose. She had everything to yeah, lose. Yeah, he doesn't care. Exactly. I mean, that, that's what's so sad about all this is this was just a, a, a tour of the town for this guy. You know what I mean? He just got to get out One of prison. One last hoorah. Yeah, just get out of, go out of prison for a couple might weeks. Might work, might she, not, but why does it matter? Right, and then she lost her life because of it. <clears throat> yeah. 
So I, it's to me, it's like, like you said, we've got to be better about renewing our mind yeah. and not conforming to the things of this world. That's like you true. said, we don't want to grab a hold of things in our own strength because there's consequences involved. Yeah. It might not always be death, but right. it could be death to certain things, your yeah. job Her or job, your yeah. school or a relationship, yeah, whatever. Reputation. They, yeah. Things that, that God wants for your life. Mm-hmm. But if you do it in your own strength, it's not going to be its highest and best. And it really puts the value on making right choices because mm-hmm. <laughs> once she made that wrong choice after that, it was just a snowball of bad choices. Yeah. You know, and so it really puts a lot of weight on we need to make right decisions, big and small. Yeah. You know, just like the word of God says, it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. I bet you this started with a real small. Maybe he said something jokingly like we should just go on the run. We should go on the lamb. Right. (laughs) That's what they call it. Go on the lamb. Go on the lamb. And at first she was probably like, oh, you kidder. You know, but I don't even know how these interactions work. I don't have inside information. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know if she's sitting in the prison library with this guy or what's going on. I feel like it has to be really hard to have these conversations. Yeah. Are they passing notes in like books or something? You know what I mean? Going. But I mean, I'm sure it started pretty casual right which brings us to another point there's so many in- stuff yeah. we could get into here i feel like i'm really hyper today this coffee is good <laughs> super but, good but like just, but that's how it starts right it's how it starts it, man small like, just this like for example deal. it's just like you know around, uh, messing around maybe you see a girl or you see a guy and like you, you do some cute little flirtatious jokes here and there and you're like oh it's no big deal like you know he just he just thinks i'm cute you know mm-hmm. he's just making a comment about my body but then eventually it's like there's more and there's more mm-hmm. and then like you want more because you like the attention or they want more because they like giving you the attention and then eventually there's lines that get crossed yeah. because more and more and more and more yeah. and that's not really what we're supposed to do we got to be good to catch it quick yeah. before it turns into something that could be harmful to us i mean most avalanches start with just one piece of fo- snow fall you mm. know what i mean just like a little crumble just breaks loose yeah. and then the whole everything else follows and so it's like just that one decision and we the devil is really good at making stuff look like it's not a big deal yeah you know he did that with adam and eve it's not a big deal so what then your sure eyes not will gonna be, die your eyes will be open yeah. how's that a bad thing and he's really good at he is the king of manipulation. The Bible calls him the father of lies. Right. And so we have to just really be careful that we're not buying into those lies. And because buying into those lies leads into a compromise of decisions. Mm-hmm. And when we lead into a compromise of decisions, then, you, like you said, negative stuff follows from that point on. Mm-hmm. It's just like the Bible says, the wages of sin is death. Right. And the devil is always trying to destroy things in our life. It says he comes to steal, kill, and right. destroy. And the only way he destroys in our lives is to get us to compromise. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't compromise, we've got God on our side. Right. And God is far superior to the devil. Absolutely. We've got Jesus. We've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the Word. All that stuff is not even in the same arena as the devil. So we have the advantage, and he knows we have the advantage. So he has to manipulate us and get us to compromise. Because once we've compromised, we've opened ourselves up to... Uh, being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and and being now I'm not saying as we have this relationship with God and stay in the word that we won't face challenges. Absolutely. I mean, we'll all face challenges. That's just the nature of living in a fallen world, but we have the equipment and the resources to overcome any challenge that we face. And the devil knows that. So he wants us to have a lack of good judgment, make compromising decisions. So instead of walking in victory, we struggle, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that that's, and, and, and he's so sly in the way he does it. And I know that he's told, our listeners this because he's told me this sure. the devil it's no big deal right it's just you know he told me a lot in high school it's just one it's just one night it's right. just it's just one drink it's just 
one, you know, whatever. Right, whatever it may and be. It, and, and you are convinced it's not a big deal. Right. And then being convinced that it's not a big deal, you compromise in your thought process, which means you compromise in your actions, and then the avalanche follows after that. It's yeah. just crazy. We need to be led by the spirit rather than our feelings. That is so true. You know, and I think that that's something that is very hard to do, just to say that. It is. It sounds like just a simple answer, but it goes back to what <clears> you said, <throat> renewing our mind with the word of God, not conforming mm. to the things of this world. But when we renew our mind with, with God, we start to renew and conform to the things of the spirit. And mm. I believe that when we get good at renewing our mind with the word and staying in the word, it helps us to better understand the voice of the Absolutely. spirit as, the, as, a, as opposed to the voice of ourselves, mm. you know, or a voice of our own thoughts sure. or the voice of the enemy. It's much easier to discern in that That's moment right. when something feels good. Mm. It's like, okay, that feels good, but is it right for me? Mm. And you're able to figure out like, okay, the Holy Spirit can say yes, or the Holy Spirit can say no, no, no. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so that's why it's important. We need to be spirit-led, not feeling-led. Right. And we need to all understand that, that that's the best way to live yeah, this and, life. You yeah, know? and it all comes back to the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, having that relationship with Him. And in, in, in Romans 8, 14 talks about the children of God are led. Led by the Spirit of God. Yeah, not by our feelings. We have feelings. Mm -hmm. God gave them to us. Sure. Not by our flesh. We have the flesh. We like it to be satisfied. God's okay with that if it's done in the right way, you know. But, yeah, being led by the Spirit, I don't think you can speak. Because she was clearly following something else. Yeah. You know, her flesh, what world's wisdom, mm -hmm. man's wisdom. She was following something else. Yeah. Right? And so that brings me to the next thing. This Another is, thing. This Keep is really what I wanted to talk <laughs> Multi -tiered. about. Multi-tiered. The importance of good friendship. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> on this, on, in this particular situation, where were her friends? Friends probably didn't know. To talk. But, I mean, if you're close with someone, you can tell when people are going through something. That or, or she didn't have friends. Which brings us to another point. The Bible says that a man who is alone is in real trouble. Yeah. <laughs> because when he falls, there's no one there yeah. to grab him by the hand and say, dude, you know what I mean? And when it says a man who's alone, it's talking about mankind. Mm -hmm. No one's supposed to go through life alone. Obviously, right. like you just said, we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Word of God. I want to encourage you guys, read your Bible right. for yourselves. We cannot emphasize the importance of that. Um, read your Bible. It all comes back to the Word of God. But, you know, we can't be alone either it says bad company corrupts good morals yeah and so in my opinion if this was her company if this man was her company mm. he corrupted her good morals assuming that she had good morals to begin with i, I want to at least give her the benefit I mean, of the doubt kind of has to I have you to give would, her the benefit of the doubt that. i would assume so and so that's why i would think that she didn't either she didn't have like true friendship mm. or a lot of close people in her life or she didn't have friends at all and mm. so this was the only one that was giving her that friendship and so mm. she didn't know any better yeah. you know so it corrupted her good morals yeah we need friends in our lives pardon the phrase here kids plug your ears what <laughs> we need <laughs> friends in our lives that are willing to call us on our bs yeah absolutely <laughs> that when they see us starting to go down a path, mm -hmm. they don't just go along to get along. Absolutely. They're, 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 they're more concerned about our well-being mm -hmm. instead of hurting our feelings. Now, I say that, and I, I want to follow it up with this, because you can't just say hurtful things to people sure. for the sake of telling them the truth, because right. I've seen people do that, and that's not what we're talking right. about. This is not Cody and I giving you permission to beat people up you know, with the truth, like it's your bat, and you just plummet yeah. them with it. That's not what we're saying. But what I am saying is she was... There was fruit there to anybody that was close to her family, friends, maybe even coworkers. There's yeah. fruit there to see that something's going awry. Sure. Right? Whether it's she's spending more time with this guy, 
the selling of her house. I mean, someone had to know about that. Yeah, and it's so odd that uh, they said that she sold her house and that she was set to retire literally the day of that she like took the guy that out. That they of went it. on the lamb. Right. Like, I just like saying that. Like so weird. Like, oh, uh, I'm retiring today, but let me take this guy out to the, mm. <laughs> the med center over here. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> By myself, which apparently was not like a normal yeah, thing to do. That's like, weird too. That's pretty messed up. Like how did the prison people not be like, hey, where's your bu- where's your where's your partner here to mm-hmm. for this escort or whatever? Like yeah. that's so odd to me. I don't, yeah. So where were the people to recognize this? And so it goes back to you know, woe to a man who is alone. You're not called to do life by yourself. Yes, you're called to do it with God. And yes, you're called to do it with the Holy Spirit. And I'm not taking anything away with that. But there is also something important about these relationships we have while we're alive. Yeah, I mean, the Bible says uh, iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And and the way that that happens is that's actually like things that are coming against each other. And that's how it gets sharpened, Mm. you know? And and it's not saying that you should always be against your friends, but you should be able to be at that place where you trust one another, that you're saying like, hey, I want to help you be sharper. You know, I want to help you get some of these things out of your life so that way you can be better. You know, a knife that's dull does no one any good. You know, we need knives that are sharp. And so we as Christians need to be sharp believers. We need to be sharp Christians. And so having people in our life to help come against the things that we don't need in our life is necessary but it comes from a place of relationship like you were saying like we can't just go around trying to make everybody sharp if we have no relationship or ground with them like we have to get to know people we have to establish that there's a love there and so that way we can begin to speak in their life yeah if you were to get on top of this building and be like i'm jumping off hopefully i would challenge you in that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not in like I can jump further challenge, but in a like that's probably not the best idea for your Robert's life. Like, Cody. do it. <laughs> I mean, there is something to be said about that. That'd probably be the first thing out of my mouth. But then, you know, then the logic would kick in. Like, oh, he's serious. <laughs> yes, and I would know that that you're never going to do it. But, but you know what I mean. I feel like everybody is so, and and this has been cultivated by society. We yep. don't want to challenge each other because there's something in society that if you disagree with each other, we can no longer be friends. And it's really damaging to even the friendships that we have because just because you're friends doesn't mean you're always going to agree on everything. Rachel and I are married. You and Kai are married. We don't always agree on anything, but yet we have a very successful, thriving marriage and we disagree. Yeah. And so I think you we have to understand we can have relationships. Look at Jesus with the disciples. They didn't agree all the time. Right. They disagreed pretty often, yeah. you know? I mean, even one time he called one of his disciples Satan. <laughs> you know I mean? So I'm not telling you to call your friends names, but, you know, <laughs> just start calling everyone Satan. What would but, Jesus do? Right? What would Jesus <laughs> But my point is, is he challenged them yeah. in, like, their thought process. And <clears throat> this is really when he challenged them. Anytime they were standing in the way of him following God, mm-hmm. following his father, right. doing God's plan for his life, then that's when he was like, no, you yeah. need to... You're either with me or against me. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying challenge him on everything. Uh, You know, Norto is the best anime. No, he's not. I'm not saying. And I say Norto wrong. You said that so bad. I love saying it because everyone, it's wrong. It's so wrong, but it's so good. But you know what I mean? I'm not saying you challenge people on, you know, insignificant stuff. But you need to have a good enough relationship with people where you can call them out. And you need to have people in your life that can call you out. Yeah. You and I challenge each other. Sure. I mean, you know, and I'm grateful for that. Yeah. You said it so wonderfully. It's like that 
hitting of each other mm-hmm. that really causes us to be sharper. Yeah, I think it, it's it's necessary, and like you're saying, we shouldn't be afraid of it. Right. It's something that that we need in our life, and and we're all very different and on purpose, mm. but we can complement right. each other and we can help each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's things that I'm good at that maybe you're not good at, and vice versa. Sure. And we can help each other be better at That's those right. things by having a relationship with one another. Maybe you know you don't have a problem with gossip, but your best friend. Jimmy Bob over there. Jimmy Bob. <laughs> Jimmy it's Bob. Always Jimmy Bob. <laughs> Jimmy Bob. You know, he's always talking about people behind their back. And you're yeah. like, look, dude, like, I understand that you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Hey, I understand that you might enjoy the drama, but mm-hmm. the people you're talking about do not enjoy the drama and you're yeah. making them feel bad. So being able to go to that friend and a place from love yeah. is necessary to help them be a better person. And yeah. I think that's something that we shouldn't shy away from. Right. And, and have a real evaluation of your friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, again, not throwing sh- shade at the dead, RIP, but why didn't she ever say this is probably not the best relationship mm-hmm. for my life and it just shows us how strong some of these earthly desires can be whether mm-hmm. she desired companionship whether she de- desired adventure whether she desired whatever it was that earthly desire was so strong that it compromised her logic and mm-hmm. her right thinking and so but we need to I, I i challenge you to examine your life and make sure every relationship is actually beneficial right to you and to them yeah. that you're being the best friend that you could be to them mm-hmm. and they're being the best friend that they could be to you that you guys are actually making each other better making each other better schoolmates making each other better sons or daughters making each other better uh products of society yeah. making making each other better disciples of yeah. jesus christ and evaluate every relationship you have because if we don't value relationships then we could be in real trouble if we get into relationships that could sway us in our life choices and lead us down a path that's clearly unhealthy. Yeah, I I like to think of it this way. Like, I want to make sure that I have people in my life that are going to be with me in the good and the bad. You know, it talks about how, you Mm, know, we're a three-braided cord that's not easily broken, you know, and I've done an illustration before where I had like a tiny little string and like I cut it with no problem, you know, with a pair of scissors. And we had that like big old thick like toe toe rope rope where it's like... I could cut at it probably for you know a good hour yeah, before long, I long. really got some dent into it. And that's the same thing with like good friends in your life. When when the enemy comes against you alone mm. and he does it again and again mm-hmm. and again, but you never go anyone about it, eventually mm-hmm. he's probably gonna cut your string. Yeah. You know, but if you've got good people in your life, good godly counsel and good friendships around side you, when when you start going through stuff and confiding yeah. in them, they're able to build you back up and make <clears> sure that you're not gonna fall to the enemy's, you know lies yeah, and deception because they're able to say like look no you don't have to stand that you don't have to listen right. to that because you're not that you're right. not you're not going to be able to be overcome by this because jesus has already overcome it and you're able to get out of that because these friendships are going to keep you on track that's right yeah exactly right and and so I, I i hear someone saying this well how do i find the right friends how do i make sure mm. that i know and and i have a very simple answer and i know it's going to sound extremely religious and it's going to sound like oh that's such a youth pastor thing to say <laughs> but The reason why I'm saying it is not because I'm a youth pastor, not even because I'm a Christian. I'm saying it because I've lived it. Mm -hmm. I found my true friends when I started truly following God. Mm. That's what brought the right relationships into my life. It wasn't following a career. It wasn't following a sexual desire. It wasn't following fun. It wasn't following money. It was following God. And 
we got to come to the point where we realize Scripture's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Matthew 6.33 says, seek first yeah. the kingdom of God, and then all of these things will be added to yeah. you. What things? Everything. Yeah. Friendships. Yeah. Resources. It says he'll give you everything that you need. Everything that you need. And he already knows what you have need of, right? Mm-hmm. But he just wants us to engage in this relationship. And the reason he wants us to engage in this relationship, because he knows that's now he can pour out all these blessings upon our life mm-hmm. and he can bring us the right friends and he can bring us the right job. He can show us what school good to go to. He can show us who we're going to marry. He can show us all these things. And so don't let it be just a religious answer. Right. Don't let it just be an answer coming from a youth pastor, an associate pastor, but let it be the truth. Mm-hmm. If you will put God first, yep. he will make sure that you have the right friends. Right. He Now, you, we've got to do our part. Sure. You absolutely. know what I mean? We've got to evaluate like she should have evaluated this and been like, okay, I need to pump the brakes right. on this. There's something not right about this. So we're going to have to still walk in wisdom. And right. like you read last night, anyone who asked for it, he's not going to reject it. Exactly. He's going to give it to him. Right. And so, but, uh, follow God. Yeah. And he'll make sure that you're provided for mm-hmm. in every sense of the word yeah. of provision. Yeah. He'll provide for you emotionally, mentally, physically, and also, the desires of your heart Absolutely. will be fulfilled. Isn't that scripture, right? Uh, he gives us the desires of our heart. If you're longing for friendship, it, you won't get it by seeking friendship. You'll yep. get it by seeking God. Amen. If you're longing for a career change, you're not going to get it by seeking after another career. You're going to get it by seeking after yep. God. Because the word of God says that the steps of the righteous yep. have been ordered. Yep. Is that where you were headed? No, I was just thinking, yeah, that man makes plans, but God orders. <laughs> I, love oh, that. I was thinking, like, you know, if you are following God, mm. he will lead you to friends. That's true. You know, if you're That's following true. God, he'll lead you to your job. If mm. you're following God, mm-hmm. he'll lead you to your love. If That's you're right. following, it's, he's the leader, you're the follower. Yeah. And so if you're just following after him, he's going to lead you to all these things. Like you've been saying this whole little little minute here, like seek first, mm-hmm. follow after him, mm-hmm. and then also seek your righteousness, understand, like put on your righteousness. That's right. And that's something that I, like I almost ministered about it last night too, but it's just like we've got to get to the place where every single day it's like we literally put on our righteousness mm. and we walk in our righteous position. Yeah. So we need to seek first the kingdom of God, put on our right, understand that we are righteous, Follow after him yeah. and all the things that's that we, right. everything that we need will be added unto mm-hmm. us. Now every day might look different, so so don't be like everything's gonna come at me today, but maybe not everything that yeah. day, but little by little he'll give you everything that you need. That's right. And when God brings it into your life, then the enemy can't take it away from Amen. you. We can take it away through compromising decisions sure. and choices, but when God brings it in, you know, then it can't be stolen from us because yeah. he is the one that added it to us. Amen. And so just make up your mind and decide in your heart, you know what, I'm not going to compromise the first relationship I have, and that's a relationship with him. And I'm going to seek after him. And as you do, now God can be your buckler, right? Mm. He can be your wing. He can be, or you can be under his wing. And he can right be there, right here. <laughs> I love <laughs> that movie. It's so good. Uh, because that's what he is. The righteous, well, yeah. run into him and they are safe. Amen. And so just make it your life's goal that you're going to run after him all the days of your life. It's kind of like us in marriage, right? Just because you're married to Kai and I'm married to Rich, I'm still chasing that girl. You know, and I chase her every day. And that's the same with God. I chase after him every day. And since I chase after him every day, I reap the rewards of my pursuit towards him. And it works in our marriage as well. But just 
know that he, like I love what you said last night, he's not the problem, he's the answer. Yeah, that's right, amen. He's the solution. And so if you're longing for these things, make no mistake about it, he's not withholding them from you. Just run after him and then he can add it to your life. We love you guys so much. We hope that you guys had a good time on the good talk. We believe and pray and know that God is doing something awesome in your life. Just run after him Amen. Run after it with all your heart. He's got you. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Big shout out to the inmate and the compromised sheriff for giving us content for this (laughs) week.